Hello guys, welcome back to Board Draw, and we're back with another little video. Today is a big one. We're both very nervous for this. England. It's bloody England versus France coming up on Saturday. Um, and we're here to give you a little preview, give you some of our thoughts prior to the game. Um, we'll start off by just discussing the two uh, previous games around the 16s. Obviously, France playing Poland and England versus Senegal. We'll start with uh, France. That was the early kickoff. 3-1 victory over Poland. Kind of the uh, Mbappe show. I think it's a name that's going to pop up a lot during this conversation. Yeah. So, for me... Poland, the 3-1 scoreline is actually pretty harsh on Poland. I think, I think it's the same with the Senegal game. I think both England and France come out looking quite good with the results. But it wasn't like a 3-0 and a 3-1, really. Both games were pretty tight. And like you said, I think Poland can feel quite hard done by both scoreline. It was a lot of Mbappe magic. But for like the first... 20, 30 minutes, Poland were putting some decent pressure on France. And yeah, and then obviously Mbappe kind of just took the game by the scruff of the neck and killed it off. But yeah, I think it was quite a quite a good game to kind of gauge what France are good at and what they could probably, as an opponent, you'd probably go for if you were coming up against France. Yeah, I think especially in the France versus Poland game, it was moments of brilliance from exceptional players which were, were like was the main difference um obviously Lewandowski scored that retaken penalty in the 99th minute I think it was um Such a shit first pen Jesus yeah Christ. I mean that's a bit of a trend at the minute we're recording so this literally after the um after the penalty shootout in the Morocco game um and yeah I mean after the Japan penalties as well Spain's Mate, penalties I feel like were you terrible. would just train penalties because you know that Worst case scenario, they end up in a penalty shootout. Why don't you just do a decent amount of drills and also just fucking lever the pen? Like, stop. Yeah, if you're unsure, like, yeah, I, I, yeah, just let the ball do its thing, I guess. But anyway, I think apparently, uh, Luis Enrique told the media that Spain trained uh, a thousand penalties before this World Cup. (laughs) Nice, but uh, we're not here to talk about Spain, we're here to talk about France. Um, Giroud also breaking the great Thierry Henry's record, getting his 52nd goal for France. Yeah, um, underrated. Yeah, isn't I think isn't going to last so. long, though, is it, with Mbappe around? He'll fucking yeah, he smashed be on that immediately. He's got more, more World Cup goals than like Pele already, yeah. which is insane. Um, but yeah, Mbappe obviously getting the assist on the first goal. Um, a great little pass from Mbappe and the touch from Giroud is pretty mental i think his technical side of the game is uh very underrated he's not just yeah. a, a henchman who can head a goal in very good technically so where do you think as england we try and attack this france team so i think what we've done very well in this world cup so far is we've picked our moments to attack so mm. when a lot of the game you'll see england we really slow it down and we're sat at home watching thinking fucking get up the pitch come on let's go at them but I think it's really smart what we've done we've we have controlled pretty much every game apart from the US game um and Wales never really looked like scoring Senegal had a few opportunities quite early on but after that we settled into it I mean they came out the blocks fast and hard Senegal so yeah I think that was a bit of a shock to us obviously we can't get away with that against a team like France but um yeah 
I think we've done, we've been really good at controlling games. I think we've, like Senegal, I think had 10 shots uh, in that game and with one on target. Yeah. And I think that was that brilliant save from Pickford. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong hand. So um, we are, we're limiting their opportunities. So they're having to take these pot shots. And I mean, obviously against France, you've got players, the likes of Griezmann, Dembele, Mbappe, you know, even like someone like Tushimeni can hit it. So Rabiot. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we won't get away with letting leather it from that far out every time. But um, I think that's something we've been really good at. I think it's going to definitely come down to that battle on the, well, from France's perspective, the left-hand side of the pitch is going to be Carl Walker versus Mbappe. Yeah. So if you look at um, the heat map from the France-Poland game, or their pass map, actually, sorry, everything went around, went through basically the Mbappe side. Yeah. Uh, or Griezmann coming on. Like super isolated by himself. Super yeah. isolated. But that also is a danger because if we get drawn too far across, one release from a talented player, like yeah. they've got pretty much everyone in their squad can spray a ball and they spray it over to Dembele and then he's isolated against Luke Shaw out there. And he's Luke one of Shaw's the best one-on-one -on -one wingers in the world. Him and, in my opinion, him and Bukayo Saka are the two best players at sizing up their defender one-on-one -on -one and skinning them. And yeah. Obviously, Luke Shaw's off the back of not that great a season at Man United. And he's kind of in the team because Ben Chilwell isn't fit. And so if I was France, as good as Mbappe is, and he will be probably their main threat targeting Kyle Walker. Everybody knows Kyle Walker's defensive solidity is like top tier. And so I think there's going to be a lot of joy on Dembele's side and him kind of trying to isolate Luke Shaw. So that's something that I think we'll need to be aware of, especially because that side doesn't fill me with much confidence. I know Harry Maguire's had a really good tournament so far, but Dembele up against them two, that's definitely the weaker side for us. Especially with Griezmann floating in behind. I mean, you saw for um, one of the Mbappe goals where Giroud drops in between both the centre-backs and draws them out. Yeah. It creates a lot of space for Mbappe to get the shot off. Um and something like that is very, I think England are very susceptible to, you know, yeah, 100%. Harry Maguire or John Stones quickly looking over the shoulder, seeing Giroud, not realising where the other one is or where Declan Rice is. <sighs> Harry Maguire then, is definitely but, susceptible to that. Yeah, I mean, and it's, it's really harsh to say because he's had a fantastic Oh yeah, he's had a really good tournament. And but we're both very much here for the redemption. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we saw it in Senegal. I, and do you know what? I don't even want to really talk about it, but obviously he had that kick, which almost led, hit the Senegal player um mm. the, the failed clearance and i mean he, for the rest of the tournament he's been brilliant and i can nitpick yeah, yeah, like that for every single player so don't feel like i'm coming at Harry Maguire at all but no, can't really Harry afford to do that. yeah yeah exactly he's, he's been fantastic so um it's been one of the highlights of the tournament for me actually seeing his redemption but um yeah so we've we've uh, highlighted that sort of mbappe side carl walker is probably the most equipped right back in the footballing world to deal with mbappe yeah but I still worry. I still, still worry because yeah. that man is a menace. And I think my worry is that, firstly, is Carl Walker even like 100% fit? Maybe not. And Mbappe is on like top form. So I know it came out in the media that he's missed training, but it's probably just a precaution. But I think, yeah, if you've got a not definitely fit Carl Walker um, up against high-flying Mbappe, it could be a bit of a long day, which I think brings... Um, 
which means Bukayo Saka will definitely be starting, I think. He's our best defence. He's like his in terms work rate on that right-hand yeah. side, yeah, will be key. And people like Marcus Rashford and Phil Foden out there, as good as they are, I don't think any of them offer the defensive solidity that Saka does. And he's still like delivering attacking returns majorly. So I think for me, Saka has to start. And a Saka, yeah. Kyle Walker, right-hand side, hopefully with... And we'll get onto our lineups and stuff, but with one of the midfielders helping out as well, I think Mbappe is a free man job. And so hopefully free man are around him. Yeah, we saw Poland actually doubling up quite a lot on Mbappe. And um, his game sense was good enough that he, he knows to where to move in order to draw them out. And half the time he doesn't even do that. He just goes pot through him. Yeah, he's and crazy. It's that instant. He just knocks it past him and it's that instant acceleration goes from mm. zero to 100 and he, he, yeah, there's nothing you can really do about it. Um, but yeah, and someone else I want to talk about as well, uh, Olivier Giroud. He's proven to a lot of people who probably doubted his uh, calibre of player. He, he's shown everyone that he's almost as good as Benzema at the minute. Yeah. For me. And anyway, I've seen so and many I think like he, France outlets saying that they're happy, not happy, but like, happy that Benzema's been injured because with Benzema in the team, I don't think you unlock the same kind of output from Dembele and Mbappe that you do with Giroud in the team. He is such a great facilitator. And I think he does a lot of what I want Harry Kane to do more of for England. He he doesn't drop back. He is always just occupying the two centre-backs. And that's what I want Harry Kane to do more of. Harry Kane, and I know his playmaking ability is really good, but we've got players that can do that. And what Giroud does so well is occupy defenders and allow the wingers to kind of isolate their fullbacks one-on-one. And that's what we've got in wingers like Sterling, Rashford, Saka. They can isolate wingers, but we need Harry Kane to hold the defenders more. Yeah, I, I agree with what you're saying there. I do. I think sometimes why we struggle to break down teams is because when Harry Kane does drop back into that sort of attacking midfielder role where he's trying to facilitate a play, he's trying to be the creative spark, and he is excellent at it. He's really, yeah. really good. However, our wingers play very wide, and thus their centre-backs don't feel the need to then press up. And if one of them presses up, by the time that Harry's got the ball in his turn, he's looking for that pass, unless they're playing really like a quite a high line, we don't have that player running in behind them straight away to be able to get that ball uh, from Harry. So it, it does sort of work to our benefit and our disadvantage at times, depending on how teams sit up against us, where it, if Harry Kane does play on the shoulder a bit more, which isn't his speciality, someone like Callum Wilson could come in and do that um, potentially later on in the game. But if we did have that, then we've got players like James Madison on the bench. We've got players like... Um, Mason Mount even who can play that 10 role even Phil mm. Foden can drop into the 10 and then they will be able to play that pass and we'll have that person pushing the line so then we create a bit more of a gap between their defence and their midfield to play around in and asking questions of their centre-backs are you going to come forward are you going to allow me to get that ball around you into my yeah. running wing and we saw Callum Wilson do that quite a couple of times off the bench um, and especially with the one where he squared it to Jack Grealish for the goal so we saw, like, Callum Wilson is a brilliant asset to have off the bench as well. Um, but yeah, and the last player I want to highlight for France at the minute, uh, Antoine Griezmann. 
Yeah, top player. He's, he's the kind of player that I'm saying, like when you brought up Madison and Foden and Mount, that is what Grealish, uh, Grealish that is what um, Griezmann is doing for France. He's just playing that 10 role so well. He floats, and doesn't he? He's so good at it. And um, between him and Giroud, they've got such a good like partnership. And that's what I think England once, I think none of us expected four at the back this tournament. And so we haven't really played enough with four at the back and definitely haven't played enough with four at the back and kind of like a floating number 10. Yeah. And so I think once Gareth, I don't know if he's going to still be in the job post this tournament, but whoever does, if it's Gareth or if it's someone else, if we continue four at the back and start implementing a floating number 10, hopefully they build up a relationship with Harry Kane that is in the kind of similar vein to what uh, Giroud and Griezmann have, because that, relationship has been going on for about six years now they've played together at last world cup last euros and so that and yeah so that's the kind of thing i want it be it madison and kane be it i know fucking foden and kane we i think we need to get to a stage where we have that kind of fixed number 10 that is there every tournament and has that kind of england relationship with kane like um and griezmann because their link up is outrageous yeah, it's it's kind of scary. Um, just obviously they don't play together at club level. Yeah, but they both fully understand what each other wants to do, and uh, and I think the the way that uh, Giroud plays a lot facilitating Mbappe, um, creating space for him and and uh, Dembele to get into those dangerous positions, those half spaces. With Griezmann on top of that, you never know where he's going to pop up. And his tech, his technical side is just excellent. He can absolutely hit a ball. He's got an absolutely fantastic goal scoring record. Um, not so much recently for France, but um, we know he can definitely score um, a goal when they need it. So yeah. him popping up in that those free spaces as well just it creates a bit of uncertainty, which makes me worry how England would deal with it. Um, we can move on to sort of our predicted lineups, I think, because then we can discuss. Yeah, we'll talk through sort of- some like England players and so my first question to you is does Jordan Henderson start oh do you know what it's a difficult one you, shall I run you through my starting 11 if I was uh Gareth Southgate okay well I'll quickly do mine because mine is literally just keep it the same as the Senegal game so you're going back to a four you're staying with a four at the back yeah Jordan Henderson Declan Rice Jude and then Foden Bukayo and Harry Kane See, I think we might fall back on old habits and revert to uh, the three at the three centre backs. This um, and I think that we might. So I, I believe it might be um, a case where we've got Pickford in goal still. Obviously, he's not getting dropped. Get and I think he's, he's going to double up on that Mbappe side with yeah, uh, Trippier playing the, the right back role and the Walker playing that right centre back. And I think um, I th- it, surely it'd be Carl Walker playing right centre back out of either of them. Yeah, that's what that's what I said, right? No, I think Trippier playing the, Trippier playing the right back role, and then Carl Walker playing the right centre back. Nah, he said it the other way, but it's okay. I get. What yeah, and then uh, John Stones in the middle, obviously Maguire yeah. out on the left hand side, and then Shaw as the left back. And then I think he, uh, I don't think he could drop Bellingham. Not I don't think he can. Game, it was like man and so match. I think we might see Rice and Bellingham deployed in like a sort of. But Bellingham's going to be playing a little bit deeper. And then uh, we're going to be, yeah, Saka, Kane and Foden up top. Um, I, I would like to see us stick with the four at the back. I'd like to see us, because I think we, we, that's when we play our best football. 
Yeah. But I, I wouldn't be surprised if we do drop to this uh, back to the Yeah, no, I conference. do agree there is a chance. The fear factor might be too much. Um, and it's not the worst idea, doubling nah. up on Mbappe with Carl Walker and Trippier. I think that's... Especially at this stage of the tournament, it's like you've got through the group stages, you've got through the first knockout round. Now it is just staying in the game and ticking off games until you get to the final. Like the next yeah. couple, and the next couple will be against big, big countries where you might not have... So against Senegal, we had like 60% possession. We're not going to get that against France. It's probably going to be 50-50. We might even be like 40-60. So yeah. it's about staying in the game. It's about being what Gareth has been from day one. Defensively get to half-time at 0-0 and then or move one forward. Up. So, yeah. And I mean, I we've, had, we've literally conceded one goal this entire tournament. Uh, sorry, three goals this entire tournament. We've kept... Um... Most clean sheets, oh, no, no, score most goals. No, we kept, we've uh, only conceded two goals, right? It was only in the Iran game. And we only so can see, yeah, yeah, two yeah, from so maybe Tarima, yeah. Yeah, so we got um, three clean sheets on the bounce. And um, yeah, I, I mean, I think, like I say, it's very much Gareth Southgate to be defensively solid and then build off of that because we will get chances. We have, with the players we have, especially in that attacking line in Bellingham in the field, we will generate ourselves chances. And yeah. against France, you're not going to expect to have the same amount as you did against Wales or Iran or against um, Senegal. No. But it's, we've got the personnel up there who will take it. I fucking, I hope we, this is the kind of thing that we didn't do enough of in Senegal game, is Edouard Mendy was having a stinker of a tournament and Love we didn't it. take enough kind of, just didn't test him enough. And I want us to do that with Hugo Lloris because I don't back him as a goalkeeper at all, as I've said many times on the podcast. So if I was the manager, I'd be like, mate, just fucking, surely Harry Kane must know this from Spurs training. Just must be in the back of his mind. Lloris is a stinker and just start, Firing here we go. The penalties, though. Who are you backing, Harry Kane or Lloris? That's got to be Harry Kane. Harry Kane doesn't miss a pen, yeah. Um, for me, there is one potential weak point in that France team, actually, maybe two, but the main one that for me is um, Jules Kunde feeling that in that right back, yeah. I was gonna say, Um, Jules Kunde, do you reckon they start with Pavard or do you reckon Kunde definitely? I'm not entirely sure why he didn't play the last game. I don't know, I think he's just been dropped, yeah. I don't think he was particularly bad in any no, of the other games either. Um, but yeah, Kunde is... I think they just conceded a, a few more chances, whereas like Kunde is defensively more solid than Pavard. And I think like maybe, yeah, defensively he might be better. And maybe that is part of their game plan is to sort of widen that width between him and that, that gap between him and Dembele. So Dembele has more free space and then Shaw will think, oh, there's loads of space there. I could push up into that. Where And then we play up the left-hand side and then suddenly you've got the wall that is Jules Kunde in yeah. your way. Um, and then once you've overloaded that side, you've got just tons of space for Mbappe to, to run into and no one's catching him. Maybe not even Kyle Walker. Um, so yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. But I, I think that is a weak point. And... I would personally like us to go with 4-3-3 and I would like us to win that midfield battle. I was going to say, is the midfield the other point of weakness that you think for France? The two yeah, in I midfield. Think, Obviously, Tuchemeni, quality player. Very, but very good. is a good player, but I think a lot of people before this tournament started didn't have him even in the France squad. He's been in and he out of the He plays a very strange role for them. He's a very aggressive sort of like number eight yeah. and sort of... He he will always arrive on the edge of the box, and he he loves to get himself into that like um, that penalty area and yeah. just like see what he can do. He's a bit of a menace, but I do think that is a place where we can hurt them. 
hundred percent. Yeah, like you control. said, if we play the three in the middle, even if it is Henderson, one thing Henderson does is he works hard and and he makes the people around him work harder. And so, even if we're technically not better in midfield, if we're working harder than than them. I think we win that midfield battle and that is a very good place to be if you're dominating the midfield. And I think, it, so if we start with Henderson, we have the option to bring on someone like Calvin Phillips and if we are losing that midfield battle, he, he the term I'd like to use for him, he's a disruptor. He will cut those passing lanes, he will hassle players to mm. make quick passes so they, and obviously France have got the quality in there to be able to deal with that but all it takes is one loose pass and we've seen it, like for the Harry Kane goal, Bellingham, uh, it's a sort of a loose touch from a Senegal player. And then Bellingham heads the ball away from him, charges through the middle of the pitch, like skirts around one guy, and then uh, plays out to Foden. And then Foden plays a brilliant pass. Harry Kane, great touch and a great finish. And so we've got that ability to, if Phillips is hassling them, they make like a reactionary pass, a a little bit too short or something, bad touch. Bellingham or Phillips will be on them. And we've got that ability to break from the middle now. Yeah, absolutely. um, I think maybe, I don't know if Henderson can be dropped because I do think, I, I think we are maybe a better team with him in the middle because if you watch the USA game, he, like, no one in that midfield was running. We got outworked in the middle. Oh, yeah, Whereas exactly. And when that's Henderson's what I want on, us to do to he makes He makes Bellingham, like... He, he provides that leadership in the middle of the park. You've yeah, yeah. Kane he's the like top, who, a manager the on the pitch. Yeah, 100%. And then you've got a loud guy like Pickford at the back, but we've got someone in the middle now who can do it. And if he, even if he's not going to play those stunning through balls, he's still not a bad player to have. No, no, no. As your asset. And, and as think, you saw, um, he, he got in the box at the right time in the Senegal game, got himself a goal. And he does take shots. And so, yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad if we start Henderson. And I think we probably yeah. will. I don't. I think we'll go unchanged. But like, yeah, you said, I, I think if we, we do might play go five and back but, yeah. and probably drop Henderson. It could work as well. I think those are the two likeliest scenarios. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, for in terms of France, I think they're going to field a pretty much unchanged lineup. I don't. Maybe Pavard comes in for um, yeah, can they just provide see, a bit yeah. more of an attacking threat and target that right hand side a bit more with the likes of Maguire and Shaw, but. Yeah. Um, I think for me, yeah, it probably does come down to that midfield battle and how we deal with containing Mbappe. Because I don't, I think if you think too much about it, he's going to get the better of you. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you focus, if you focus on cutting off his his um, service and and the routes that he likes to receive the ball from, then I think you're going to have a better chance of. Because once he gets the ball, there's yeah, very little you can do. And we saw that he, he scored two fantastic, like got in the box, a little jink pass player, and put it His in the goals top corner. Were outrageous, yeah. And one the fact he like shapes up to low. whip it in the far post, drills it near post, yeah. And so the next goal, the they block off the near post, and he fucking whips it far post. Geezer and it, it was literally the tightest in the top hand corner you could ever get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah, guy. it was unbelievable. Um, but yeah, I mean, should we do a little score prediction? <laughs> yeah, let's get, where mouth is? let's get it. Oh. Who do you want? To, who, shall I go first? You, if you want to, yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna go one-one France in extra time. That's uh, that would be a sour one, but it I would mean, be sad. It would be sad. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, if we can beat France, then we win the whole then, thing. Then we can win this whole tournament. Yeah, easy. I mean, obviously, we saw Brazil do very well last night. Um, and, you know, Netherlands sort of did what we couldn't do against the US. But 
Spain are out. Anyone can beat anyone. I don't see why we can't beat France. But I do. I am fearful. I'm going to back the boys. Let's go. Someone had to. <laughs> You're in an England um, top. If we get into half time without conceding, I think we've got a very good chance. Um, but it's those opening 20 minutes that worry me. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go for a 1 0 win. 1 0 England. And I think it might come from a set piece. The big I Harry we, Mags. I, I think I, I think it might be yeah like Harry Mags or Stones doing a bit of business from ahead. We haven't have we scored a um, from a corner yet? No, nah, not in this tournament. I don't, I don't think, think so. But um, yeah, I think we might fall back on old habits and rely on our old good old secret weapon. I'll so yeah, I'm gonna go for it. England late on in the second half, probably around the 78th minute, leading to a nervy last ten. Love that. Yeah, but um, let us know what you guys think down below. Yeah, follow um, us on our socials. Tweet us what you think the scores will be. Yeah, let us know who you'd start. Give we us your lineups. Yeah, and um, back the boys. Because I'm not. <laughs> no, I'll, yeah. I'll back the boys, just not right now. Yeah, he's he's, he's got a head over heart. Yes. If the boys yeah. win, I'll back them all the way to the final. Let's go. I'm glad to hear it, man. Um, but yeah, guys, thanks for watching. Remember yeah, to follow all our socials. Everything's down in the description below. Get involved. Um, we're here in the end of the World Cup already, man. It feels like, you know, we've only got another two Games weeks or so. coming thick and fast. The game starts slowing down now, so uh, yeah, we'll probably be dropping a few we... more pre yeah, videos and everything. So. But yeah, thanks for watching, guys. It's been Bordraw, and it's live. Layers. <laughs>